Previously on that Cthulhu John. I think uh, I'm just going to head back to the bookstore, finish out the rest of the day, and uh, hope to peruse through those books a little more. One of the dog-eared pages mentions something about a meteor shower. Aquarid meteor shower? There are some notes on the sides that you see. They all seem to talk about something about serpent people. Remember what I told you before, it's probably not a good idea to keep pursuing uh, this statue and all that. Well, uh, I was kind of told to make you stop one way or another. God forbid it gets to that. But look, I'm here to let you know, uh, tell your aunt to give up on the statue. I'll try and tell Millie, but I don't know. Again, I feel like everybody that comes near this ugly ass statue is like obsessed with it. I don't care about this statue. It's disgusting. I'd love to wash my hands of it. I agree. Let's do a shot to that. Oh, yes. Lenny, you get a quick flash of a pair of red eyes just floating behind you. Out of the blizzard, you see a silhouette start coming near you, and it lets out a brutally loud howl right in your face. Thanks for joining us for That Cthulhu John, episode 14. We are a real play Call of Cthulhu podcast. I am George, your keeper of arcane lore. And with me are my friends and investigators, Chad. Hey. Chuck. Hey, y'all. And Jenny. Hi. <laughs> oh. All right, so uh, guys, um, when we last left off, you were confronted by a large, tall, gaunt-looking figure with long claws and teeth that was right in your face, basically, the three of you. Before we get to that part, guys, um, first, a uh, little thing about the Cthulhu mythos. Anyone who's lost sanity to, the, to something that was mythos-related, which I think is only Chuck and Jenny, so just Lenny and um, Heather will be getting this Cthulhu mythos thing, because you've lost it for the first time, uh, lost sanity for the first time to something mythos-related, you're going to increase your Cthulhu mythos score to 5%. A word? Yeah. And you're going to decrease your maximum sanity by 5. Um, what if that goes below what I have? No, your maximum sanity. Oh, max. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, which would have been, what, 99, I guess? Yeah. So it should be down 94 now. So in the big square, I write five for Cthulhu Mythos. I got five yes. on it. And what's the other thing? The other thing is that your max sanity, which should be at 99 right now, is going to go down five points. So it'll, your maximum sanity level will be 94. Okay. And Walter, Walter didn't lose any sanity to anything Mythos-related, right? I don't think he's lost any sanity at all. Nothing yet, no. Okay. Still sitting pretty at 75. So not my sanity points, though. Not my regular, like, circled sanity points? No, no, no. Just your maximum sanity that you can possibly have. Okay. So there is no 100th point of sanity? There is not. Nobody's completely sane. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, you guys are confronted by one of the children of Ithaca. Uh, it's right in front of you. You see its gaunt face bearing its teeth, and its uh, eyes are look like just two glowing balls of red in its face, and it screams a hideous scream. Lenny, you already rolled your sanity for seeing this thing. Now it's time for Heather and Walter to roll their sanity. Walter's like, uh, I can't believe it. Don't, don't, don't let it touch you. He looks pretty terrified, I would imagine. Uh, he does pass his sanity with 23. Okay. But he staggers back a few steps as he reaches for his Derringer. 74. 74. Is that higher than your sanity? Yeah, I have 69. All right, so you're going to lose... You're going to lose 1d6 sanity points. It happens. You can't believe what you see in front of you. However, you only lose one sanity point. But you kind of freeze in your spot right there uh, when you see this thing. Okay. And uh, guys, for combat, uh, there's an optional rule in Call of Cthulhu where instead of just going in dexterity order, you can roll your dexterity and see who gets the best. So even if you have a lower dexterity, you still have a chance of going first. I like to roll dice. I think it makes sense for this encounter. It's it's more rolling too, which everyone loves. Well, yeah, whatever. I don't know what you're saying, and I don't get it. But whatever means roll dice more. I want to do that one. Exactly. So, <laughs> guys, let's uh, each roll your dexterity. Let me know if you pass or if you get a hard pass or an extreme pass. Ooh, look at that extreme pass on a two. Ooh. Fail. Okay. Fail. Uh, you both failed? Okay. Um, who, what's your dexterity, both you guys, who failed? 45. 55. 55 and 45? Yup. All right. So we're going to start combat. Walter, you had the best dexterity roll. So you are going first, my friend. Now, here's the things that, that are important to remember, okay? During combat, uh, you can do one of five different things. You can spend your turn in combat to initiate an attack using the firearms or fighting role. You can use it to perform a fighting maneuver. You can use it to flee from combat. You can use it to cast a spell. Or you can use it to perform some other action requiring time and maybe a dice roll. Man, he ain't got no spells. No, he ain't got no spells, so we don't have to worry about that one. All right, but it is your turn. What do you want to do? I would say that Walter is pretty terrified, and he's been reaching for this pistol. So, I mean, without even hesitating or getting any... So you didn't already have the pistol out when he was... No, definitely not. No? Okay. He wasn't, like, walking around with it. Gotcha. Okay, so he, so he readies it pretty quick. Since it was an extreme pass... Let's go with that you can also fire this thing. I have gotten a few passes in a row here, so I'm not feeling very positive about the likelihood of me passing this one, but uh-oh. He, uh, he knows the range of the Derringer is, ex- is exceptionally short, and he's already taken a few steps back, so... Yeah, as expected. 87 ain't gonna do it. So you fire, and... Bullet whizzes past. Little cap gun. The little, <laughs> yeah, it's a little, doesn't make too much of a sound when it actually goes off. Uh, sounds like a little firework 
<laughs> and uh, Bill whizzes past the child of Ithaca. That will then make it the Windwalker's turn. What is happening? Uh, Windwalker is going to grab at Walter. He's going to try to grab and hold Walter. Just in case, does the uh, difference in my movements having stepped back a few paces matter? Or what, uh, what, what's this thing doing? Is he like running at me? Just lay yeah, a super long arm, or after yeah, they they have a, they have a hell of a reach on them. I'm sure it's got a pretty long gate too. How far away would you say you were from it when you fired that? You had to be within the useful range of the pistol, right? Uh, I mean, at most, he probably would have stepped back like three paces. Um, how close would you say he was originally to where this very thing close? Kind of... Like you could touch him before. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, maybe four or five paces. Okay, well, this thing lunges at you mm-hmm. and goes to grab you with both hands. And, okay, are you going to fight back or are you going to try to dodge this grab at you? Is this a new round? Does my fired shot factor into that equation? No, this is the same round. For every, like, attack interaction, there's, like, a chance to dodge. Or yeah, there's a chance to fight back for every time that they attack you. I gotcha, I gotcha. You get one turn that's kind of like your time in the spotlight where you get to choose your action. However, when something attacks you, you have one chance per round to attack back or dodge. Gotcha. If you can dodge a wrench, you could dodge a monster. <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> not to say. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to try to do the defensive thing here, despite the statistic likelihood of passing. We just lost a player. <laughs> Oh, that's so terrible of a dodge. I go to move and hit a patch of ice and, like, shimmy shake in place Ooh. of the 94. The 94. Okay, so that's that's not crit. You're, like, right off of critical mm-hmm. fail territory, but mm-hmm. it's class. not a critical fail. Uh, so we're going to say that you try to dodge, and this thing just sees where you're going with it, and he just manages to grab you, get its big, long fingers around you, and you feel a grip you just by the shoulders. And it's holding your arms in place. Ah! Yeah. He kind of shouts a bit. The uh, Windwalker. Little little sheep caught in the, the grasp of a wolf's maw. And the Windwalker gets two attacks per round. So his second attack is he's going to take a big old bite out of you, Walter. Mm-mm-mm. All right, let's see if we can roll that. And yes, he succeeds. Uh, it's just a hard pass. Okay, so 1d4 damage. This thing reels back and just kind of sinks its jagged teeth into you. You feel the pain from the bite, but you also feel a burning in your shoulder while this thing sinks its teeth into you. Uh, you let out kind of like a scream. Like, ah! And uh, he takes like a little chunk out of your shoulder. And you see him just start to just start to kind of like munch on it. All right, Lenny, it's your turn. Um, I uh, well, I guess I will pull out my little blackjack. Okay. Uh, holy, holy shit, Walter! Uh, I, I make to strike him, uh, strike the the uh, Windwalker. Okay. Make to strike the Windwalker. Go ahead and roll that brawl. It is brawl for the blackjack, right? Yeah. 
Uh, wait, you said 1d4 damage. You didn't give me a value, did you? I'm sorry, dude. He, he, it, four, four hit points got taken Ooh. away from you. Nice job. The big four. No costume's gonna save you, bud. <laughs> uh, 36, uh, pass. Pass, alright. So roll up that damage. 1d8 plus 1d4. Mm. Mean. That is mean. Six. Six. Okay. So, you go to strike this thing. You feel the thud when it hits it, but it doesn't seem to have any sort of effect on it for some reason. Oh, no. It didn't even react to it when you hit him with it. I got this thing secondhand. I mean, it's probably not going to go out of it. What does Walter see? I mean, does it, like, hit the thing and bounce off of it, or does it pass through it? I mean, what do you think? see? You, it doesn't pass through it. It hits the thing. It bounces right back off of him. Hmm, okay. Thunk. And that makes it Heather's turn. Oh, fuck. I don't wanna... He's like, oh man, Walter's like, try, try burning it! Ah! Oh wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Before it's Heather's turn, the Wendigo gets a chance to fight back on Lenny. Don't call it that. Uh, But that would make him have to drop Walter. Oh, good. Oh, we gotta get out of here. So he can attack with a claw. It didn't phase him at all. And that is a fail on the Windwalker's part. So the Windwalker goes to, he drops Walter after you hit him with that thing. You just managed to grab his attention. Doesn't look like you did any damage to him. And I get a chance to fight back still, don't I? You can only fight back when it's a, when it's a direct attack to you. Oh, what did he do? Oh, never mind. He's fighting know, you back. I don't know what he did. He's fighting me back. Oh, oh right. He gets a fight But he back. failed. Oh, good. But he failed. He's fine. I'm fine. So he takes a swing at you, drops Walter, takes a swing at you with one of those really long uh, digited claws, and you manage to just kind of avoid it uh, just by dipping out of the way real quick. Uh, the thing kind of looks up at you and gives a snarl, and Heather, it's your turn. All right, so I rolled both the dice. Sorry, I choked for a second on water and ran away, so I missed a little bit. <laughs> you have gained a player. I spit all over my floor. So I just rolled both dice, right? Roll both dice and compare it to your either brawl. What, what are you going to use to hurt this thing? Or are you running away? What are you going to do during your turn? All right, I have what? I could fight it. I could mm-hmm. run. You could run if you want to. Leave these guys here. I was going to suggest it anyway. Uh, I feel like that. <clears throat> I, was... I feel like I'm going to run. Lose I'm two sorry. Two descendants to the Windwalker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, love you guys. Thanks for the rides, but I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Can't blame you. All right. Oh. So if you're running. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to roll anything if you're running. Woo. Okay. Why? What did you What did you just roll for no reason? 99. Oh, good <gasps> thing. Get that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> good thing that roll didn't count. <laughs> I told you I'm going to die. <laughs> but she's a running. So you turn tail, start to run away. Then that starts the... T- 
the new round over. So, Walter, uh, it's going to be your turn again. Well, he's still got three shots left. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, you're you're right now. You have been dropped to the ground. Give me a quick dexterity roll. See if you can stand up real quick when he drops you. Eighty-one's no good. Okay, so when you when he drops you, you fall to the ground. Now here's the thing: you get you will get a bonus die on your firearms roll because you're steadied because you're on the ground. Nice. Interesting. If you if you choose to shoot at this thing. Well, that might be dependent upon Lenny's position relative to me and this creature. I mean, is he in like uh Lenny's not you know, not in the way of the of your shot. You got you got a clear shot on this thing, particularly this close range. Well, that's helpful. Uh, then yeah, if it doesn't look like I'm gonna shoot Lenny accidentally, uh, I think I'm probably gonna have to take a shot on this thing. Uh, but let me gather up another D10. Let's see. Yeah, an 11 is a pretty good one. Uh, Ooh, I don't think it's extreme. No, it would be extreme actually. Oh, okay. So here's what happens: you get you deal automatic maximum damage with a handgun. Nice. On an extreme pass, you do automatic maximum damage plus you roll the damage for the gun. So I th- I think the maximum damage for your Derringer is six. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going to do six plus 1d6 damage. Ten points. Wow. Okay, altogether, ten points? Six plus four. Okay. All right, so you shoot this thing, and it was looking at Lenny. But as soon as you shoot it, you hear it go, ah! It turns back, and you see blood leaking out of where you shot this thing at. You're winning. See, I told you, it's just a man that ain't no monster. <laughs> if it please, we could kill it. <laughs> I heard that somewhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. He's like, ah, Lenny, Lenny, get out of here. Okay, so... Next, it's going to be the Windwalker's turn. He's going to get two attacks. Uh, one's coming at Walter. So he swings a claw at you, Walter. But, um, well, first off, are you going to fight back or dodge? Uh, probably dodge again. Dodge again? Okay. Roll me a dodge roll then. Forty-two is no good. Forty-two is no good. Okay. He just kind of um, tries to lay back, I guess. If he's well, already on as the you ground, as so. you move, you manage to just dip enough, kind of roll out of the way. We're gonna say, and uh, this claw Makes just m- narrowly misses you. And uh, then he's going to take his second attack. And again, uh, this other claw swings at you, and uh, just misses you altogether. Nice. It's 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 swinging at you furiously, but it seems like that bullet wound that it's gotten has distracted it some way. All right, so Lenny, that's going to make it your turn. It is your time in the spotlight, so to speak. But is Walter still on the ground? No, like next to me. I've been dropped like yeah. a bad habit. Um, is he just like backpedaling and firing? Can I, can I make to like grab him by the collar and? Stand him up as I'm 
start to run away. Maybe like just maybe just scoop him up and run with him. <laughs> Toss him <laughs> on my shoulder. A little peanut, just scoop him right up. Put him in my backpack. It's got leg holes. You can certainly try that. <laughs> Is there like, like some adrenaline bonus? Uh, not an adrenaline bonus, but maybe you can give me a strength roll. Yep. 49 will pass. Okay. And, Walter, your build is what? Uh, minus one. Minus one. Okay, that should be easy enough for you to carry. What's your max strength? Uh, 70. Yeah, it should be easy enough for you to carry then. Grab Walter by his collar, lift him up, and uh, you start to try to hightail it? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm following Heather. All right. Uh, my uh, my car is by the by the bar. Uh, he holds his clutch to his shoulder. Okay, so you guys start running away from this thing. As you're turning and running, uh, you feel a rush of air come over your heads, and then down from the sky just drops the creature again, right in front of you. Oh, shit. Yeah, this thing this thing can fly, and it has a. Jetpack. It has a move rate of like 80 or something ridiculous like that when it's flying. Oh, man. Mm. So it, it will just pop right in front of you again. And Heather, it's your turn. Um, you saw uh, right behind you, you feel a rush of air and you see this thing land in front of uh, Walter and Lenny. What do you do? Continue running? <laughs> I mean, maybe I yelled at him, like, you guys okay? <laughs> Just keep running. <laughs> Let me give you a hand. <laughs> nice. I'm a girl. I'm a little baby. <laughs> Heather, as you're running, you see a car turn its ignition on. Headlights come on, and it suddenly pulls out of its parking spot. It whips itself around, and out of it comes... It looks like Ivan and <gasps> Eugene have joined the fight. Who would have thought we'd be excited to see the Russians? <laughs> so, uh, this is going to start a new round. Uh, Walter, it's your turn. So right now, you and Lenny are in front of the monster. Behind the monster are the two Russian guys. Was I able to like kind of get him to his feet while I was running, or? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you guys have both hightailed it, but have been trapped again by this uh, creature. Hit the ground running there, Walter. I also was picturing you carrying him like the bodyguard this whole time, too. <laughs> <laughs> like... Maybe for a moment. <sighs> we won't outrun it. Yeah, you're, you're kind of holding him up while he's running. And, uh, Walter, you're grabbing onto your shoulder where you got bit. This will start the next round of combat, though. Walter, it's your turn. You go first. You gonna use your little Derringer again? Cap off another, uh, bottle cap here. I'm imagining, like, those old toy guns with, like, the cork in the end and the strings. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 97's not very good, but its malfunction, I think, is higher. Oh, actually, no, it's my function is 95. Okay. Which brings me to an interesting point. Um, you know, the bullets for these are probably super old, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that you had a dud in there. 
You just go to fire and it's got nothing really yeah. happens. Caliber for this gun is something probably weird, like a, I don't know, 25 or something. Super old, 100-year-old bullet. <laughs> it is the Windwalker's turn now. He's going to take a swing at Walter first. Uh, Walter, are you going to fight back or dodge? Mm, um, yeah, I don't know. Why not? We'll switch it up. Fight back. Fight back. Okay. You have to achieve a level of success better than a regular. Uh, 35 is a fail, unfortunately. Okay. So you do not uh, fight back this thing, and instead it swings a claw at you. You see one of these huge hands come at you, this five-digited claw with its long fingers that look like they've been just stretched out beyond belief. So here comes an attack, which is 1d8 and 1d6. Nice. No. It's been nice knowing you guys. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So four points of damage again. Takes a nice chunk out of Walter, me. you have not received a major wound yet, as you have not gotten more than half of your total hit points in one shot. So you're just losing hit points right now. That will then make it... No, Wendigo gets another swing. This time at Lenny. Lenny, do you fight back or dodge? Uh, I guess, uh... Run! Mm-hmm. <laughs> your problem now. I try to dodge. I really want to pass this. Uh, no. No? Okay. I'll fail. Alright, this thing gets a swing at you. 1d8 plus 1d6. Oh, he hit? Yeah, he hit. And five hit points to you. Oof. This thing reaches at you with one of these claws and just kind of slashes across your chest. Tears right through your coat. That is not more than a half. Not more than half. Okay, good. Uh, so no major wound for you. So that's feel good, bro. his turns. <laughs> Lenny, it's your turn. Um. Uh, holy shit! This thing just fucking fly. Um. Can I? Uh, <laughs> can I make two? Uh, kind of like shoulder check him as and run past that'd be a maneuver what's your build my build is one is he much larger he has a build of two so he's thin but he's very tall um but he's a build of two so that means that when you go to check this guy you're gonna roll with a penalty die Ew. Aha. I gotta roll this one twice. Uh, would, that, would that be for the tens category? The tens category. How does that work? Roll. Yeah. You take the worst of the two rolls. The lower one's nine. Oof. So it's a 99 or a 69, and it would be a 99. 
at a disadvantage. A so that's 99. a crit fail. What I do? That Oops. is a crit fail. Um, Icy patch. <laughs> what were you doing here? Just getting um, like my body down low and, and close, and just trying to barrel oh, out that's of my right. way and run past. Just trying, trying to, to like football, side. football shoulder check this guy. Yeah. So you go to do that, and it's, we're going to say, yeah, there's a slippery patch of ice. You slip whoa, on it, whoa. fall face first down. <laughs> and you take two hit points of damage. Oof. Try to give him the old jack cannon. Uh, my, my knee. Alright. Your knee? So, I'm fucking dying here, Lenny. <laughs> Skitter's back. That was your turn. Or, no, that was was the Wendigo's second attack, right? Yes. Or the, I'm sorry, Windwalker's second attack. (laughs) No, no, that was, that was my turn. That was your turn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Heather, your turn, you're still, you're still booking, but this car just ran past you. The car went by me or the guys? The car went by you. The car went by okay. you. You saw the, the car going towards the mo- like, monster. The creature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I recognize them from the gallery? It doesn't matter. I would scream at them anyway, whether I recognize them or not. Gotcha. So I would just like wave my arms as I'm still running, like help, 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 help. Okay. And uh, you see the guy turn around. He looks at you, and uh, in a very thick Russian accent, deep voice, he says, "You get out of here. Run as fast as you can." So I keep running. And uh, you see him You see him pull a sawed-off shotgun yes. out of his trench coat. <laughs> yes. And uh, it is his turn now. Ivan is going to shoot this thing with a sawed-off shotgun. Oh, that's a... Cr- that's extreme. Oh, good. So... I thought you going to say the opposite. That means it does automatic max damage. It's a good thing I'm laying down. Shit. <laughs> what is max damage on a shotgun? 4d6 slash 1d6. Oh, okay. So he's close enough. Yeah. So 4d6 total is what? 24? Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Okay, because he's blowing it. He's, he's shooting at this guy with both barrels. Oh. Yeah, it says number of attacks one slash two. So would that be eight d six? That would be eight d six. Noise. So eight d six damage. He unloads both both uh, both barrels of the sawed off shotgun at it. Boomstick. You see a hole get shot right through this thing's stomach, and it just kind of uh, falls to its knees, and then falls over. Damn, Walter Skitter's back a few more feet, probably on the ground, like does like the uh, inverted crab walk. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably crawl away real fast. Before your eyes, you start to see this thing shrink in size, become closer to the size of a normal person. Its hands start to shrink in size too. <laughs> I pictured him real tiny at first. Give me an education <laughs> roll. Who was that? Everybody. Everybody, everybody. No. Mm -mm. I didn't learn too good. No. No one got it? My dice suck tonight. I talked to them earlier. I was like, guys, you've been stinking it up. 
I've been neglecting mine. This is a big night. Can really you? need your help. I should have talked to my dice. So you see this monster start to transform into just what looks like a regular person. You don't recognize the person, but it's just uh, some random dude, it looks like. The one Russian guy, the smaller one, Eugene, the fuck? says to you, uh, please, to help, uh, we must move this person and we have to do what we must do, please. Get him in the car, get him in the trunk of the car. Walter tries to help. He gets to his feet best he can with his remaining two hit points. Remaining two hit points, wow. Yeah, he's busted up real hard. I'm, uh... We gotta get you to a hospital today, Walter. Come on. Am I still, like, running? <laughs> just like Forrest Gump? Like, I'm just... No, I think I think you were waving for help from those guys. You saw that guy get out, and you saw what happened. You saw this monster go down. Okay. All right, I would, I would go back to them now. Okay. <laughs> now that it's safe. <laughs> I'd go see if my friends are okay. You see that what was once a monster just looks like a normal dude on the ground with his with a hole through his stomach. Hey, we just had a shootout in South Philly. Uh, we got to get out of here, guys. So the Russian guys offer to give you a ride in their car if you're going to come with them. No, I'm, I'm booking. I don't want to go with them. He's, yeah, Walter says, uh, you two should get out of here. I'll, uh, I'll go with them. Uh, they might be my only chance for right now. Eugene says to you, Walter, he says, We were right to track you, Mr. Walter. Seems so. It looks like you had suffered injuries from this uh, child of Ithaca. You said there was a chance. Uh, is there a chance that it, it may not happen to me? He said, Well, if we cut out this one's heart and burn it, it may not happen to you. He says, Yeah, I'm going with the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, uh, no, that that can't be real, right? I mean, I don't... He says, uh, try to get Heather out of here. I'm going with them. We should hurry. You Uh, don't believe what you see. Yeah, you just, uh, you do what you gotta do. Uh, I didn't see nothing, all right? Uh, we're out of here. I'm literally clawing at Lenny. I'm like, let's get out of here. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) Oh, on the way to her house, right? To walk her home? Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's let's just fucking book it the rest of the way. All right. Rest of the way, book it home. So that's you and Lenny. What's Walter doing? He's helping Eugene and Ivan. He's helping Eugene and Ivan. Okay. He stuffs that thing in there. Kicks the body in the face. Make sure the trunk closes. <laughs> God damn! That escalated quickly. Yeah. Walter, you get into... I'm fucking dying here! (laughs) You get into Eugene's car, and uh, they start explaining to you. They say, well, if we can cut the heart out of this and burn it before the next moon, we can probably save you from your faith. He's probably, like, panting and struggling to hold himself up. He's like, I'll help however I can. He's like staggered, you know, not staggered, but, uh, you know, probably struggling. Give us all your American money. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So you're in the car with them as they're driving away. They're going to try to find a secluded place. Uh, In the meantime, uh, Lenny and Heather are going where? To Heather's house? Yeah. Yeah. The most logical place is probably the closest. Yeah. So you go to Bather's house, and what do you guys wind up doing there? Well, I gotta lay low here for a little bit. Just in case, <laughs> you know. I ain't going back outside right now. Make sure they ain't patrolling yeah. the area or nothing. 
I want to say I put a bunch of like chairs against the door. Like I'm freaking out. I need a uh, you got a needle and thread, some towels maybe. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're all beat up. Do you have first aid or medicine? Oh, I do. Bam. I do. Do I roll? First aid or medicine? Which do you have? First first aid. Okay, you can roll. You can get him back one hit point. If you pass. Good Let's start. see if I can pass one today. Come on. Better talk to them, Doug. <gasps> 11, 11. No. Now check it off. That means it'll go up. Yeah, make sure you check off that, that skill. Is it extreme? No, it's hard. It's a hard pass. Awesome. It's a good stitch, Joe. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. So what? So what do I do? I don't do anything. No, you you stitch Lenny up. No, I'm. Do I mark something or just? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You you mark off that little checkbox that's next to first aid. Okay. Put a little check in there. Every time you pass a roll, put a little check in there. Just for the first time. Yeah, just the first time. Nice. It's good pass. It's real good pass right there. So. Lenny, do you have you been converted to a believer at this point? Uh, so I haven't I haven't really said much um, about what we saw, and I just been kind of looking out the window. I think um, through the blinds, you know, shifty eyed. Right. Um, I I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely I'm, pestering him about it. Might have to talk through it. I don't know. I don't know how we uh, pulled that off. You saw that guy fly, right? <laughs> That's not a guy. That can't be a guy. It was a he guy. Was like, we saw him. It was totally a guy. Stretch, stretched out arms. He was like, like a were, a were man. I don't know. It seemed like he. Uh, right, a were man. You I said it. Know. Oh my god, you said it. And then he turned into a regular man. I mean, I've seen some pretty good movies. You know, uh, you know, he did some <laughs> crazy things in the thing. Like, am I making the connection that, like, uh, this could, like, that this could now happen to Millie, now that I've, like, You seen might make some that connection. Shit? I mean, that's, if you're making that connection. I feel like I am. And well, Millie's back, salty. and she's meaner than ever. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 So hungry. <laughs> Alright, so. Um. Walter, while you're in the back of the car and they're drive, driving around, uh, they're driving around South Philly, probably going towards the docks area. Um, we're to say that Ivan uh, starts to stitch you up. He's got like a little kit, a little first aid kit. And he also has some medical knowledge. So you can re- receive two hit points back. Oh, shit. That doubles your current hit points. That's 20%. Take it. But uh, you're no longer bleeding or anything. You stitched up. He uh, used like uh, like a lighter to to well to sterilize some shit. Oh, sterilize. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's good. But it looks like he did a good job on you. I uh, thank him. Uh, thank you, Ivan. I uh, after our first meeting, I wasn't wasn't sure if you liked me or not. <laughs> he tries to make light of the situation. Do not thank me yet, Walter. But I maybe still have to cut in your, out your heart. Oh, no. I was afraid you'd say that. He shakes his head. But they, uh, they pull into a, 
kind of a shady area uh, by the docks near some storage containers. They uh, pull up and open the trunk of the car. Walter, they ask you to give a lookout, so give me a listen roll. Forty-nine. Uh, uh, you know, it's a pretty big one, but I think I'm gonna spend twenty points and pass just to make sure. I ain't trying to make things worse right now. Wow. Twenty. It's a big chunk. Damn. Not gonna hate luck, but it's a baller. <laughs> <laughs> so as they're opening the trunk, you hear some footsteps. Uh, a couple would seem like maybe 10, 20 yards away, you can judge, maybe. Hmm. But you can't um, see anyone right now. In that case, uh, I look back to him and kind of in a hushed tone, I say, Someone approaches! And uh, make two head him off. Hark. Okay. They uh, look at you and go, uh, and they put the guy back in the trunk of the car. Uh, they motion for you to come back in the car again. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you start to drive away. They start to drive away without the headlights on or anything. And uh, as you're driving away, you see uh, what looks like uh, some guy with a flashlight kind of searching around. think he might have been a guard or something. Oh, shit. Uh, but you drive right past him and uh, he's, you hear him yelling in the background. Uh, as you get as you go away from him, yeah. uh, the Russians turn to you, uh, Walter, and Eugene says to you, "This was not a good place for uh, what we must do. Uh, do you know of anywhere that would be secluded? Uh, we are not from the city, you see." Hmm. Thinks about it for a little bit and uh, says, "Well." Um suppose anywhere along the river uh, some of the older areas there's docks that aren't used anymore uh, if we head towards the northeast area uh, he says um, we'll take this Delaware Avenue and he points to like northeast he says okay. uh, if we follow the river we should okay. find some uh, more abandoned docks okay so they s- start to follow the river uh, north and eventually find another place that's kind of secluded. This one doesn't look like it's an active dock at all. Um, so you guys... Some of them are just like old concrete slabs that are like overgrown and stuff like that. Right. They used to get towards like uh, Port Richmond and stuff like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about exactly. So pull into one of these areas. They open the trunk again, start to pull out the body. In the trunk, they also pull out a duffel bag they unzip it and you see it's got a bunch of uh, like tools in it hmm. surgical tools or tool surgical tools, tools. Oh, surgical shit. tools he says uh, is this one of the people uh, from the list how did uh... I do not think this person was from the list uh, this may have been another one that uh, was branched out from one of the people that were on the list who knows is it a man or a woman it is a man. He is naked. Walter, you see, uh, you see Eugene reach into the medical bag. He takes out a uh, saw, 
and he's he, t- he starts to saw into the chest cavity of this oh. guy, and you just start to hear <laughs> against bone. And then worse yeah, than that, yeah. even you hear the sound. You hear the sound of him using calipers to open the chest cavity. Oh, man. And you hear a loud oh. crack. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably be pretty grossed out by that. I'm sure he's not really like a hunter, so he'd probably never have seen much mm-hmm. of anything. Quite Walter, like give that. me a sanity roll. This might be a lot for you. Definitely swallows back some bile. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I I feel like he understands what's going on and what needs to be done. So I mean, mm-hmm. as gross as it is, uh, as forty four, he does kind of swallow down some some gross bits. <laughs> okay. All right. So, <sighs> Walter, you you swallow it down, and um, you're all patched up at this point. But you see him reach into the chest and start to take a pair of what looks like scissors and cut into the chest. He pulls out the heart and uh, Ivan reaches into the trunk and pulls out a small tin box. And they place the heart in the box and they put some paper in there, stuff some paper in there, put some lighter fluid on it, light it up, watch the heart burn. And as the heart burns, the body jumps up suddenly and gives a quick shriek. Uh, Walter, give me another sanity roll. (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> Jump scare. <laughs> Whew, 63, barely holding on, but yeah, he definitely would have jumped uh, like out of his skin with that one. It gives a quick shriek and then just falls back down lifeless. What the hell was that? I thought he was dead. The Windwalkers are never dead fully until their heart is burned. You see, he would have risen at the next moon. He peers into the box and makes sure that, that heart burns. <laughs> Heartburn. <laughs> there was a couple of tums in there. No, no, really. <laughs> Some Alka Seltzer. Um, mm. So you see this heartburn, and uh, Eugene sees you look kind of disgusted by all this, and he says to you, uh, "Mr. Uh, Walter, you understand that this is needs to be done, and we must do it over and over again." We have limited resources, you see, and we need more help. He says, you were right to track me. And he kind of wipes some of the perspiration and maybe anxiety out of his face. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, says, well, uh, I'm not sure how much I can help, but uh, I do agree with you that these things need to be done. And he uncaps the, uh, the barrel from the little derringer pulls out the three spent shells, puts them in his pocket, and replaces them with hopefully functional bullets. Hopefully good ones. Alright, so... Locks it back in place. It says, uh, we, we should probably leave here as soon as we can. Yeah, so they agree with you. Uh, get in the car, and uh, they start driving further into the northeast, actually. And they, they say to you, we'll take it to our place. This way we can regroup and see what must be done next. So they take you to the Bustleton neighborhood. You go into a uh, small row home. Uh, when you get to the small row home, he says, uh, please, uh, we are renting the room from 
another woman. We do not really know her, so please do not bring up anything around her. Uh, her name's Anastasia. She is also from Russia. All right. Uh, in that case, then, he uh, adjusts his scarf a little bit to hide the shoulder wound. So you kind of do that yeah, as you guys walk in. There's uh, no one in the living room when you walk in. And Eugene turns to you and says, please, come to our room. So he takes you up to the room. Let's go back to Lenny and Heather. Uh, Lenny, you're still lying low there right now, right? Yeah, for a little bit. Make sure there's nobody patrolling around. I don't know. I don't want to get caught. Um, I also have to, uh, you know, relax quite a bit before I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've been shook up. I have medicine, too. I must. I didn't realize I have both. Does it matter? It does, actually. You can use a medicine roll on Lenny. I, I can use some medicine. I'll try. We, we got aspirin or... I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Something better? No. No. Nope. Five short. Wait, can I use five? You can use five luck points to pass it. I'm to use five. All right, use your five luck points. You pass your medicine roll, so you get to roll one D3, which just means you roll uh, a six-sided die. One, two, three count as one, two, three. Four, five, six count as one, two, three. Right. Oh, you just said. That's <laughs> pretty <laughs> one, two, three. Take <laughs> a dance. Oh, a six-sided six. die. Uh. Oh, just a regular dice. Mm-hmm. Two. Two. Uh, then Lenny, you can take back two hit points. Really? Yeah. Nice. That's for running, pal. Sorry. Sorry, I just ran away. Didn't help at all. <laughs> no, you, you, uh, you worry about yourself there. Well, this is uh, pretty good. I'm feeling woozy. No, it's, it's all right. Uh, you got nothing to worry about. Uh, rather you get away anyway. That thing was no match for me. <laughs> I just didn't know what to do. I just panicked. That's a good thing Walter was back in. Who knew? That guy, huh? <laughs> I mean, that thing took a bite right out of him. He had an old gentleman's pistol. It was strange. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> Gentleman's pistol. <laughs> I mean, it's not really surprising for Walter, though. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like the exact weapon that or like a slingshot is what I'd expect. It took a bite right out of his shoulder, and the first thing he did was comb his mustache straight. It was the weirdest thing I ever saw. <laughs> Quick draw king, too. Did you see how fast he pulled that out? Like he already had it in his hand. He was just like, he was up and he fired before I even knew what the fuck was going on. I, I thought it was the guy. Shit, man. All right. Um, <laughs> Heather, are you going to, like, let Lenny crash here for the night? No, I'm going to yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get home, um, feel more comfortable with a firearm nearby. So, uh, yeah. Um, I feel like I would fight you on it, though, just a little bit. I'd be like, don't go out there. I mean, you There's know, monsters we, out there with stick uh, hands. We saw that thing die. Uh, you know, Walter went with them. I'm sure uh, he's got everything taken care of. We got nothing to worry about. I knock on the door frame as I uh, as I open it. A little superstitious, huh? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> things are changing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. Uh, we'll talk about it tomorrow. I gotta get some sleep. And uh, sure, I, I jog. I jog home. You jog home because you you walk to the bar, right? Yeah. Okay, so you jog on home. 
in the cold weather. It's probably like four in the morning right now. Luckily, it's a Friday, so you don't have work tomorrow. Yeah. You make it home fine. Walter, back to you. It is also about four in the morning for you. And Eugene says, uh, Mr. Walter, there's something I would like to show you. Of course. He signals to Ivan. Ivan goes into the closet and pulls out a uh, box. He then opens up the box. And you see what looks like a uh, scrimshaw, like, walrus tooth or something like that. Hmm. Uh, it's got all kinds of weird designs scraped into it. And it's got strings tied on both ends of it. And they pull it out of the box by the strings. You see it balanced horizontally by these strings. And it says, this is what we call the Zub Boga, Or oh. just Zub for short. Yeah, that's easier. <laughs> yeah, uh, Z-U-B, the Zub. It's, uh, it's quite interesting looking. What, what does it do? As he holds it up, you see that the pointed end of the scrimshawed item starts to spin towards you. And you notice that if you move, it follows you around the room. This is, uh, that doesn't look good. You got Zub's. He says to you, the Zub is rumored to be a tooth from the great old one himself. Really? Whether this is true or not, we cannot confirm. So you look at this thing, it, it's about a foot long. Can I attempt to appraise it while he's holding it? Um, you can attempt to. This is, uh, try, try to hold it still a moment. Let me take a closer look. Stop moving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 23 is a hard pass on his appraisal. Okay. Um, you would think scrimshawed items like this, whalebone um, or uh, walrus tooth, some sort of ivory is what it looks like. These things can usually go for a pretty uh, high price. You might think that this one by itself could snag somewhere at auction. Could snag somewhere between like five hundred to a thousand dollars easily. Hmm. Is that something that's like legal to deal in in the eighties? I wonder. That might be something to look into. But uh, not that these guys are looking to sell it or anything. But I guess he was just kind of examining it to see if there was anything out of the ordinary he could identify. But I mean, oh, there's a lot out of the ordinary. It looks and, authentic, but the, uh, the 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 scribblings on it are weird. They. Uh, kind of come off at odd angles that don't seem to match up to anything that you've ever seen before. Is, uh, is, this, is this writing? What, uh, what are these markings? He says these are markings of ancient magic. We do not even know how to read it, to be honest with you. Uh, did someone make these markings, or was it found like this? I mean, does it look inked, or what, what makes the markings? It looks like it's been carved and inked. Okay. But Eugene says to you, You see the Zub, it points towards the forces of Ithaca. You are giving off some of the magic because you have been bitten by the child of Ithaca. However, this should fade away by the next moon, so the Zub will no longer affect to you. Now... Using the Zub, this is how we can track some of these people, but it is not a very 
accurate pinpoint type of device you see. Certainly. What uh, what sort of range? He scratches his head. It depends on the strength of the magic and the distance from it. A very powerful one, say one of the Windwalkers in their monstrous form, would probably pull from about a hundred yards away. It's unfortunate Philadelphia is such a big place, but I suppose the, uh, the cold will keep some people away. He says, well, uh, he pulls out his little book and unzips it. He says, I made some notes of a few attacks. Um, do you have a map? He says, yes, we do. And he pulls out a road map of Philadelphia. I say, uh, these points here, and I kind of point out the, uh, I think there were at least two or maybe three different attacks that he had made note of. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, uh, we we could check in these areas. Uh, the news has reported, um, you know, disappearances or attacks in these areas. Yes, well, the Windwalkers will probably hunt closer to where they live. So... Unfortunately, the pull from the Zub is greatest when they are in their monstrous form. So it's easier to find them when they are a monster. Well, uh, what about a phone book? Um, Oftentimes, if people have their phone number listed, their address accompanies it. Maybe we could track down some of the home addresses. Perhaps we can consult Hall of Records. Is there one here in Philadelphia? Well, there's certainly City Hall. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can go to City Hall, but uh, that will be, you know, that you couldn't do till Monday, really. Uh, phone book, however, you can look up some of these people, and you're going to find a couple of their... How many people are there left on the list? 14? I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, you find three of their... Uh, names in the phone book with addresses. Okay. Well, From the list, yeah. It's four in the morning. as well, I mean, I I could uh, check with the uh, curator at the gallery. Perhaps uh, she has some knowledge of the specific people who were injured at the gallery. Yes, if you can contact her, that might be a good move. Says, uh, I don't think... Uh, now would be the best time, but perhaps in a few hours we could, uh... uh, Hmm, actually, uh, is that phone book still near? I remember the Ventucci Art Gallery ad being pretty big and noticeable. Maybe it has the opening hours posted. Okay, uh, you do know that the Ventucci Art Gallery opens at, uh, 10 a.m. on, uh, Saturday. And we're gonna end it there for the episode. Uh, guys, good surviving! Whew. Man, I thought it's I was a for sure. 4 a.m. on Saturday. I don't want to believe it, but I, I can't. I think I cannot believe it. I'm going to, you know, how do you come to terms with that? I think I'm going to just keep explaining it away for a while. I don't know. Uh, guys, <laughs> one other thing I wanted to mention. I wanted to mention real quick that we do have a Patreon now. Uh, Head over to Patreon, just search up That Cthulhu John, or you can find it on our Instagram page, too. We got some cool stuff to give away, just go check it out. And while you're doing that, just remember that sanity is overrated. Thanks, guys.
This is uh, Eugenia. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Not Eugenia. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> she is my twin sister. sister. You like? <laughs> That'd be a better name than that. All right. No. <laughs> Eugene and Eugenia. Eugene and Eugenia. Um, okay. So, hey, this is George. Just a quick reminder to like, follow, and review us if you like what you're hearing. You can email us at contact at thatcthulujohn.com with any comments. And you can follow us on Instagram at thatcthulujohn.